Hi, it's Barnabas. Many of our most important sources, such as the Explorer Academy code-breaking activity adventure, are written by Dr. Gareth Moore, a puzzle and brain training author who lives in the UK. He's created, I think, now over 400 books, and many of them we use on the show. One of my personal favorites is called 404. The basic idea is that a mysterious group that calls themselves The Republic has sent you a book filled with over 60 puzzles, and it is your job to solve them. You can find him at drgarethmoore.com or on his YouTube channel. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome to the Kids Code Podcast. I'm Barnabas, your host, and today we will be talking about Morse code. The spies Steve and Dan are with me. In each episode, we will start with the key. Here is today's. Steve, it's your turn. Morse code is a symbol substitution originally used for telegraphs. It was made so that telegraph machines could be usable. It uses dots and dashes. In it, A equals a dot and a dash, B equals a dash and three dots, C equals a dot, a dash, a dot, and another dash, D equals a dash and two dots, and E equals a dot. F equals two dots, a dash, and another dot, G equals those two dashes and a dot. H equals four dots. I equals two dots. J equals a dot and three dashes. And K equals a dot, a dash, and another dot. L equals a dot, a dash, and two more dots. M equals two dashes. N equals a dash and a dot. O equals three dashes and P equals a dot, two dashes and another dot. Q equals two dashes, a dot and a dash. R equals a dot, a dash and another dot. S equals three dots, T equals a dash. U equals two dots and a dash and V equals three dots and a dash. W equals a dot and two dashes. X equals a dash, two dots, and another dash. Y equals a dash, a dot, and two more dashes. And Z equals two dashes and two dots. If you look at a frequency list, you'll find that the shortest letters in Morse code, E and T, are also the most common ones in English. 
That makes it easier. Morse code is used mainly for long distance communication, not for coded messages sent from one secret agent to another. A secret way you can use this code is silent messages. Say you are at a meeting and your partner knows that the person talking is a double agent for the enemy. How can he tell you without being noticed? He can tap a warning on your leg. Say, hey, danger. This is probably the best system for concealing warnings. Morse code can also be sent using taps or lights, a short tap or flash meaning a dot and a long one a dash. There is even a way to send Morse code using semaphore. For a dot, move the flag to the left. For a dash, move it to the right and move it to the center between letters and words. This is not very well known, so it is going to be harder for the enemy to crack your message. SOS, the Morse code signal for help, does not stand for anything. Why was it used then? Well, they had a bunch of other distress signals, IWB, VZE, 3B, and V7, but none of the others were as easy to remember. Another advantage of SOS is that when it is written out, it can be read from either side. On January 12, 1907, the magazine Electrical World wrote that ships in danger should use SOS repeated at short intervals. Mayday, which comes from the French word that means help me, is basically the spoken version of SOS. In American Morse, the original version version of Morse code, three dashes stood for five, so in a few cases, you'll see S5S. That's confusing. What we usually think of as Morse code is international Morse. Since it was created, many accented letters have been introduced to Morse. During World War II, Germany briefly experimented with dotty and dashy Morse, in which you add a dot or a dash to the end of each letter. This was quickly cracked by the Alliance. Historic SOS Calls Steamship Kentucky sank in 1910 because of an SOS signal sent early all 46 of the people on board were saved. The second one is the Titanic, which probably has the most famous shipwreck story in history. Now, here is the story. Steve has intercepted a message in Morse code from a villain called the Evil Ant. He couldn't seem to decode the message, so he asked his partner Dan for help in a letter. This is what he wrote. 
Your damn. SOS! I can't read a letter from the evil ant! Do you think you might have the key? Steve. P.S. I think it is in Morse code, but the paper might be in another code. A few days later, Steve got a message from Dan. It read, Dear Steve, Yes, I think I do have that key. If it had dots after symbols, letters, and words, it's dotty Morse code. One dot between symbols, three between letters, and seven between words. There are also two older versions. It might be American Boss or whatever that other one was called. It used to be that sometimes his dots were very, very short dashes. Damn. Steve soon cracked the message. It was in American Morse and said, Dear Dangerous Dave, I will be in the next episode. Evil Ant. Steve sent this information to the rest of his spy ring. The end. Well, I hope you liked the story. Next time, we'll be talking about Pigpen and Rosicrucian Cipher. My sources that I used in this episode are Wikipedia articles, SOS, and Morse code. And The Dangerous Book for Boys by Con and Hal E. Golden. See you next time. Thank you for listening.